In our first episode of the Kettleman U podcast, we are going to kick things off by talking to some of our customers about their programs and their production sales. First, we will start with Howard Ramber in Sydney, Montana. And Howard and my dad have a relationship that goes back way before I was even thought of. Next, we'll talk with Brad, Ryan, and Trent from M Diamond. And finally, we'll wrap up the episode with Brady Blackett from Intermountain Genetic Alliance in Utah. We are excited to have Howard with us today talking a little bit about his sale. Welcome, Howard. Yeah, thanks for calling me. Absolutely. Why don't you give a little background about you and your program? Started out as a 4-H project once upon a time with two half-blood Charlotte cows and a purebred bull. And now we've evolved into 44 sales. There will be our 44th sale this year. We also branched out and we have an Angus herd too. So we'll be selling about 100 Charlotte bulls and about 50 Angus every year. We're trying to slow down a little bit, so we'll be offering the Angus heifers again this year at the sale too, all the replacement heifers. Industry today uh, is so get, getting more and more vertically integrated. We run a feedlot and uh, and we're dealing with packers every day and whatnot. And it seems like the only times you're going to get make money is when there's a severe drought in a three-state area and, and supply and, and demand. You know, the consumers paying outrageous prices for beef and we're not receiving any of it hardly you know so something has to change in the near future what i don't know yeah absolutely you've been selling charlie bulls for a long time and you actually the first interaction you had with our family was at the denver stock show in the 70s is that correct yeah yeah i got a purebred bull from your grandfather down jerome idaho yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah that's pretty incredible once upon a time <laughs> yeah Talk to me a little bit about what sets your Charlotte Bulls apart and maybe some genetics you use or just the way you run them. What sets your program apart? You know, our Charlets are in the middle of the road all the time. You know that you've got the real Canadian bred cattle that have a lot of performance and blah, blah. And then you go down to some of the cattle that are just strictly calvinese and nothing else, you know. So we've always stayed in the middle of the road all along. We just don't, we didn't chase them when they got too big and we didn't chase them when they got too small. And uh, like I say, we run a feed yard. We finish a lot of our customers' calves. We try to help market calves as much as we can. You know, we send a 2,500 head uh, turkey here all oh, three, four years ago, all buckskin heifers. We do whatever we can. You know, what connections we've made over the last few years, we try to utilize it as much as we can. That turkey Another, program oh. is, is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, they took buckskin heifers and and made cows out of them, and we put them all together, uh, shipped them out of Pennsylvania and uh, Philadelphia. After that, I I heard they did extremely well on shipment. I think we only lost three head out of the whole load going all the way over there a month on the boat, and they actually gained weight going over, which was pretty unheard of. But what happened after that? They just sort of keep it quiet. They don't. I don't know what what happened to them after that. You know, there's no follow up on that deals when you do with those exporters. They, who knows where they went? You know, after that. Yep. If someone no. is currently not using Charlie bulls, maybe they're breeding to Angus bulls or Red Angus or Hereford. What advantages do you see when someone brings in a Charlie bull on a set of cows? What improvements do your genetics and the Charlotte breed do to a set of cows? Well, heterosis, you know, you're doing a full heterosis package instead of a, you know, a lot of people try to keep that black hair and use other breeds, you know, but they're only getting a quarter outcross, you know, 
here you're getting the full benefit of that heterosis deal. Uh, and that just doesn't, that comes all the way along. I always say there's a 10% advantage. You're going to get 10% more weaning weight. You get 10% more yearling weight. Carcass-wise, uh, those silver cattle and buckskin cattle uh, fit the grid anywhere on any fat cattle deal. It's just a little advantage here for weight and whatnot. Our Angus are the same way. We, we're we just maybe a half of, we try to keep our Angus about the same frame as our Shars. So we have just a little more punch. We didn't breed them too small. Calving ease is one thing, birth weight's another, you know. I mean, everybody thinks you gotta have so much calving ease into it with these EPDs and whatnot, and they're also taking away quite a few performance. And I think calving is just trouble-free calving. That's what you need. Nobody needs to be pulling a calf. Nobody be doing that, but you still don't need a little jackrabbit being born either. I think the Charlotte breed gets a bad rap for calving ease. And we Typically. probably deserved it way back then. We probably deserved it at that period of time when they went to those 10, 9, 10 plus frame cattle. You know, you just can't make them that big. So we got a reputation there for a little bit. But the, anybody, all the breeders today, they're pretty much real looking at that calving ease quite a bit more. Absolutely. Another thing I never yeah. brought up is our feedlot end of the deal. I have a division there that we uh, sell cobals to American Foods. A lot of times our cu- the customers will give me their cobals. I'll market to them, you know, for a lot more than they can get anywhere else. And they get a, a benefit on any of their cold cattle that they bring to me. Whether it's cows or bulls, I have the connections to move their cattle at a little bit more of a premium. And uh, we sell cattle to American Foods every week year-round. So we do quite a bit of business with them. You know, I've seen what putting the Charlotte Bull in with some cows can do on the scale, of course. You know, we buy lots of feeder calves. We see lots of Char Cross calves come in. There's some big calves that we buy that weigh 700 in September that are Char Cross. And so I do think those yeah. that extra weight does does show up on the scale. Yeah, I mean, uh, right now you see it too on the feeder calves. Any of those calves that wean heavy get done sooner. That May market, May, June market's always been pretty good for fat cattle. So a lot of the feedlots want those bigger calves so they can, and the cost of the feed too. You'll probably save 10% less corn, hay, on and on too, because those cattle will get done that much more quicker and use that much less cost to get there. Perfect. Yep. We're very excited for your sale. We like working with you. And if anyone has any questions, I'm sure the best place to reach you is to give you a call. Yep. Yeah, just to give myself a uh, 406-489-3255. Yep. Perfect. And then the bulls are right near there. So if someone gets to Sydney, they're welcome to call and oh, check out yeah, what you're offering. Come down, visit anytime. Yeah. We are excited to have the crew from M Diamond here today. Thanks for joining us, Brad, Ryan, and Trent. Thanks, Caroline. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Why don't you guys start and tell us a little bit about your operation and your family background? Okay, so we operate in uh, East Central Wyoming in uh, an area that averages about 12 inches of rain a year. Our environment dictates that we can run about one cow for every 40 to 45 acres when it decides to rain. And so, um, you know, it's a, it's a unique environment that we live in. You know, our challenges from time to time, from drought to cold to, to some summer heat, water is, can always be a problem. So, so we got some unique challenges that they don't always have in other places. And we've uh, tried to uh, develop a, an Angus herd that can thrive in that environment. 
I am the fifth and, and Ryan and Trent are the sixth generation to live in Converse County, Wyoming. And so uh, all of our generations have been involved in agriculture in some form or fashion. So, you know, we're, our roots run pretty deep and we're tickled to just keep doing what we can do to move this thing on and keep this thing being a, a multi-generational agricultural enterprise. Perfect. And connect the dots for our listeners. How is Ryan and Trent related to you, Brad? Ah, that's a good question. So Ryan is my son and Trent is my nephew. Perfect. You guys have a production sale coming up here shortly. Tell me a little bit, what are you guys selling and what makes your sale a little different than some of the other offerings? Sure. You know, real quick, one of the major differences we have is we, this will be our 30th annual sale. And uh, we have partnered all 30 of those years with our good friends, the list goes out of Douglas to uh, put on this sale. And so it's a, com- it's a combined sale. We, we run our herds different. And then as, as the calves are weaned, they go together uh, and are fed together all through the winter. And, and so that's kind of a unique situation. But the other things that we do are we really strive to service the customers in East Central Wyoming and the unique challenges they have with their environmental constraints. So we really focus on the maternal part of this the cow side, because if we don't have a good cow, our customers don't don't have a sustainable ag operation. Um, we're providing some growth safe data for our customers. Uh, we think that's a really important piece of the puzzle in the beef industry, feed efficiency, and we're trying to we're trying to put some emphasis on that and and try and kind of prove our cow herd. We've retained ownership on a lot of steers um, that have the same genetics as our purebred herd throughout the years and have seen the feed efficiency on that end. So we're just kind of trying to prove it up on the, you know, for our customers and and through the bulls um, and trying to strive to be better, I guess, like always on that aspect as well. And and we're pretty excited to offer offer those bulls with that information this year. I think dad kind of touched on a little bit, but something that really separates us apart is our focus on the female. We focus on a lot of their tangible traits, but most importantly, we focus on a lot of their intangible traits like mothering ability, docility, and cast vigor and ability to get up and get going as well. And some of those numbers, well, some of those traits that you guys focus on are not things that we see numbers for. And so I think a lot of what sets you guys apart is your reputation when you're selling these bulls. They know when you put those bulls in the catalog, the maternal side of them fits your guys' specs and they're up to that standard. Yeah, I think, you know, it's always been our belief from the start in this that for our customers that buy bulls from us, if they don't have a good, strong maternal base, um, it's, it's, this is a rough business to be in. So we've put a lot of focus there. It just helps him have sustainable ag operations. And if they don't have that, then they, they aren't in the business anymore and, and We really focus on our customers' needs. Talk to me a little bit about the 20-month-year-old bulls. You guys are one of the only sales that we've talked to this year that offers that unique group. Talk to me about the decision to do that, what you see some of the benefits are, and if a producer has never considered that, why should someone consider that group of bulls? So I think, as I kind of touched on earlier, we're, we're pretty excited about that group of bulls. Um, the reason we kind of decided to go that way um, is, is to offer customers bulls with, with an age advantage. You know, we, there's, a, there's a group of people out there that want bulls that are a little bit older, 
just for the simple simplicity, they can throw them on cows. They might be a little bit more, breed a little more cows and, and customers just like those bulls. They, they winter easier the next year around. And there's just a lot of advantages that the customers like in them. We've decided to go that route and basically invest a lot of time into uh, our embryo program. Um, and those bulls all pretty much come out of the embryo program. So that's how we've decided to start that herd and, and get that kind of up and coming is just through embryos. And I guess focusing a lot on trying to bring high quality genetics in that 20 month old group. And we think that it's proven to be really has worked really well, I guess, in my opinion, this, this group of bulls this year is, is second to none. In my opinion, they're just outstanding. And, and I think that just goes to speak volumes to kind of what we're trying to do with that embryo program. So it's been a really great program so far. I believe our first calf crop was in 2019 with this program, but I guess just to touch on the female side of it, we calved out our first heifers out of the program last June and it's been really interesting to watch those females grow. And we definitely have put a little more environmental pressure on them because they're calving in June, you know, they're on green grass. And so we have little to no inputs into these cows. And so it's a true test on their environment and their ability to thrive on our tough range conditions. I think since the winter of 18, we've fed five bales of hay to these cows and and every time it was when we got foot of snow or more. So it's it's really impressive to watch these cows grow and, and how well they thrive in our in our tough conditions. Someone has never purchased bulls from you guys or even flipped through your catalog. Give a little sales pitch about why they should consider M Diamond Bulls and what really sets your offering apart from bulls they have seen or bought from in the past. I'll throw this out there. We, we made the conscious decision a long time ago. We, we do not chase numbers. We think we probably have to try to stay relevant with numbers, but we aren't chasing the numbers. We're trying to be breeders and look at these cattle for what they are. And, and, and the numbers are, are a tool, but we aren't chasing the numbers. We, we, you won't see the highest numbers in the breed in, in, in our catalog, although there's a few individuals that'll be up there, but but overall, we're trying to just breed balance and function and make these cattle to be the least problematic for our customers that they can be. And so we focus a lot on structure and all the things that are really tough that cost people money that they don't see in the numbers. So, you know, we may not have the best numbers in the world, but we think we're, we're trying to raise the best cattle in the world. And I think to add to that a little bit, I think the genetic predictability <sighs> in, in these bulls is something that customers can be extremely confident. In. It's just that the the predictability. I mean, they're not, there's we know what these cattle are because we're not chasing numbers, and we know we don't want our customers to have to take a risk on a bull and not know exactly what they're going to get. So we try to make the most um, predictable cattle that we can um, to where we know that they're going to go out and work for work for our customers. And. I think um, also our willingness to work with our customers and make sure that those bulls are working with them is really important to us as well. And if they're not satisfied with them, then we'll try to make it right as best we can. Absolutely. I think that numbers game is a challenging game. And I think 
all across the Angus breed, we have a lot of different opinions about it. But to me, the one thing that seems really important to your family, Brad, especially is preparing this next generation. And I think when your customers think about that, they know that you're making breeding decisions so that Ryan and Trent's family can be involved. So you're just breeding really good cattle that you know you have multiple years. These cattle are going to work for you guys and work for your customers, which I think is a unique perspective. You know, not all seed stock operations have a next generation involved. Your operation is thinking a lot more long-term than some other operations. Well, thanks for saying that, Carolyn. Uh, that's that's the number one job for my generation is to pass it on to the next one. And so that's what all of our decisions and all of our agricultural enterprises are revolved around. So not just the cattle business so uh, or the cattle side, but all of our ag enterprises are focused around how we make this a sustainable multi-generational operation and pass it on to the next generation. I think you can see that in your guys' decisions really consistent with kind of the future in mind. And I think your customers really appreciate that. Do you guys have anything else that you'd like to cover or talk about? We got our genomic data back. And so this is top of mind, but um, we're offering a set of bulls out of a cow that we purchased out of Canada, uh, the mother of U2 coalition, uh, U2 Aerolite 109Z. And, and she is in our mind, uh, or in my mind, at least, uh, the epitome of the Angus cow. She's the one I've dreamt about for 35 years in my sleep. Uh, and uh, we're just excited to offer her first project for sale. The genomics came back to gay and they're kind of exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Can you tell people uh, how they can contact you if they want more information about your guys' sale? Sure. So uh, email's easy. It's either Brad, Trent, or Ryan, uh, any of those at mdiamondangus.com. Phone numbers are, are on the website. My personal phone number is 307-359-1162. And we are happy to visit with you anytime, not just before the sale, but anytime during the year. And would welcome any of you to come by and see what we do here. mdiamondangus.com is the website. Please go visit that and you'll get a pretty good idea of our operation there. And then mdiamondangus on Facebook as well. One thing I didn't mention that I want to is when you have operations really focused on the female, there's nothing better than seeing those cows in their working clothes out on the range. And so if you happen to be in their country, don't hesitate to give them a call and stop in and just see what those cows and those calves look like when they're out working. And I think that tells a lot about someone's program. Agreed. Meet us in Nebraska. This September on the 16th through 18th, we'll be hosting the Cattlemen U live event in Grand Island, Nebraska. This event will feature industry-leading speakers, groundbreaking tour stops, and cattle handling demos that will allow you to refresh your skills. Whether you're a first-generation rancher or next-generation rancher, Cattlemen U is for you. You don't have to be a member of Cattlemen U to meet us in Nebraska. Grab your tickets today at cattlemenulive.com backslash live dash events. Okay, we are excited to have Brady on the podcast this morning. He is going to talk a little bit about his program. Welcome, Brady. Thank you, Caroline. I appreciate the opportunity to visit with you this morning and chat a little bit about ourselves. 
Absolutely. Why don't you start by just telling us a little bit about your program, what you guys offer, and some sale details. So the Intermountain Genetic Alliance was formed back in 2004 by a group of purebred Angus breeders here in Utah. Um, Our sale is held every uh, year on the first Saturday in March. That makes it really easy for everybody to remember and just to plan on being in Nephi, Utah on the first Saturday in March each year to uh, select their their replacement bulls. But uh, we started out, uh, like I mentioned, as a, a selling strictly purebred Angus bulls. But soon we've evolved a bit over the years and developed more into a multi-breed cell where we're offering some Simmentals, some Simangus genetics, and new this year is uh, a few Hereford genetics. So we're excited about that. We try to keep the base of our cell primarily Angus. That's our breed of choice. But we do recognize and realize for a number of reasons, at least here in our region, that some of those other types of genetics do work well to accomplish a number of things like increased weaning weights or better PAP scores. The Simmental cross cattle seem to PAP really well, and we have some breeders that run in high elevations and really focus on PAP. So Uh, We try to understand our customer and what it is that they want and need and then tailor our breeding programs around that as long as it doesn't sacrifice what our core values are as breeders. I love that core value idea. What are your guys' core values and kind of the thread that holds you all uniform together? So I would say our core values is as, as a group of producers, it revolves around being one. And, and what I mean by that is if you come to our cell, you're going to see that there's a number of producers, seven, eight of us that have bulls in the cell any given year. And I think oftentimes if you go to a, a typical consignment cell, you'll recognize the, the competition there between the uh, consigners right? Everybody's trying to pitch their bull and they're trying, they're all kind of fighting for the, uh, for the sale. But one of our core values is teamwork. If I know that, that I have a bull that's going to work well for somebody, I'll share that obviously with the producers that are there giving our bulls consideration. But if I have somebody that comes up to me and says, Hey, look, Brady, I, I really need a calving ease bull. And that's not something that I breed for or focus on. I will point out where the calving ease bulls are in our catalog and I'll walk that producer over to whoever has the calving ease bulls in our cell and and introduce them to that person and say, this is so-and-so, he's a producer in our cell and he has some calving ease bulls that will work well for you and let him take it from there. So we try to work together as a team and make it feel as uniform as possible, um, like we're there all in this together because we really are and that's our goal is to take care of each and every buyer that comes to our cell so other core values i would say each breeder in the sale really focuses on something different some of the guys have more of a preference towards calving ease genetics other guys have more of a focus on performance and growth genetics some carcass genetics as well and then others are there focused on some of those uh, crossbred type bulls that offer a, a good mix of of a few things so 
I, I feel like we're a good mix of, of everything. And uh, for people that are looking to find something specific, you can come to our cell and, and there's a good chance you're going to find it there. I think that's one of the things that really sets you guys apart is co-op sales or partnership sales in general kind of feel like you're pulling in 500 different directions. And historically, that's been a very tough place to market bulls. But you guys seem to realize that any buyer sitting in the seats is a win for all of you. Is that something you guys consciously came to, or is this just a really good group of producers? <laughs> so I think it's a mix of both. It's a really good group of producers. We get along, not that we don't have uh, our own opinions and uh, perhaps maybe even disagree from time to time on different things as it relates to our sale. That's just you know human nature to be that way. But as a group, we're very open with each other. We share our thoughts, our ideas of how we want the sale to go where we want to see the cell in the future and we work together and and like you mentioned we view everybody in that cell as a as a team member as they're as, as if we were one and then on the day of the cell anyone that comes to our cell you're going to find that to be true with us we are there to take care of that customer and there's oftentimes instances where one of the other producers has invited someone that they know personally to the cell probably with hopes that they're going to sell one of their bulls to that potential buyer. And it just so happens that that potential buyer sees a somebody else's bull that he really likes and that might work better for his program. And that's the bull that he ends up buying. And that doesn't ruffle any feathers at our sale. We, uh, we high five and congratulate each other. And uh, we're all there uh, with the common goal of building a good quality sell and each year, but most importantly, taking care of the needs of our customers. If someone has never bought a bull from you guys and they're considering it this year, what do you think sets your sale apart from the other sales that they can attend in March? That's a great question. So there's two things. Uh, looking at our set of bulls uh, that we have to offer this year, consistency. When you go to the feedlot where all these bulls are being fed, they're all being fed and developed the same on the same type of forage-based ration, and they all look the same. It really is hard to walk through our pen of bulls and say, that bull is definitely the stud of the group, or this little group of bulls is you know, head and shoulders better than the rest of the group. Uh, when we videoed and photoed the bulls as they came in, it was evident to me that there is just consistent uniformity from top to bottom in our cell. The other thing that sets our cell apart is the fact that because we are, I guess you could call it a consignment cell, but not really, uh, where we have you know several different producers that all have different traits that they're selecting for and breeding for, there's a, a strong chance that you're going to find a number of bulls that are going to fit exactly what you're looking for. Uh, in fact, I had a conversation the other day uh, with a, a, a new prospective buyer. They've never came to our cell before, but they're interested in coming. And I asked them, you know, what, what are you looking for in a bull? And they said, well, we're, we're looking for some calving ease. We've got a group of heifers that we want to breed. But we also have a direct-to-consumer beef program, so carcass traits are important for us as well. 
So I thumbed through the catalog and, and found a couple of bulls that are going to be available that will work on heifers, but also carry some good carcass traits. We have guys that come and say, Brady, look, I sell by the pound. I have got to increase my weaning weights and I need five bulls. We'll have those types of bulls. So that's one thing that I believe sets us apart is oftentimes if you go to a ranch sale where it's just one producer that's putting that sale on, chances are across the board, a lot of the bulls are bred the same for the same purpose and the same traits. But you'll find at our sale a variety of different types of bulls to suit whatever your goals are with your own breeding program. I think that brings a lot of added benefit to a producer who has different groups of cattle that they need different types of bulls for. So you have your heifers, you have your cows, you know, and a lot of times people have a set of cows they send to the mountains and a set of cows they keep down in the valley and you don't have to attend multiple sales. And that's one really nice thing. I hear that it's hard for producers to even get away to attend a bull sale, much less two or three trying to get the bulls that fit each individual piece of your program. Exactly. Yep. That's where we want to continue to always be that destination location for people where they know I don't got to go to two or three sales to accomplish the goal of finding a couple of good heifer bulls to breed on my, my heifers, but also find some good bulls that are going to add some value to my weaning weights and different things like that. So you can come and find pretty much anything you're looking for at our cell, not only from a trait characteristic and perspective, but also um, if you're looking for different types of breeds, I believe we've got the bases covered there with the Angus, the Simmental, the Sim Angus, and now with the introduction of a few Hereford bulls to the cell. What are your past customers saying, your repeat customers? What is something when they call you back after they have calves on the ground, what is something they're saying to you about how those bulls performed? That's a good question. And I love talking to uh, past customers and finding out how the bulls have performed. And one of the things we always hear is that the bulls held up. And to me, that's a, a huge pat on the back to the way the bulls are developed. Oftentimes you hear of people that, you know, they want to feed those bulls up and get them as fat and sassy as possible. You know, those bulls will top sales and, and, and be some of the high value bulls at a sale. But then you hear on the backside how those bulls didn't hold up, how they didn't make it through that first breeding season very well. And so we're often complimented on how well our bulls hold up in tough conditions. I really, really do appreciate that because to me, when you buy a bull from us, you're making an investment, not only just in one breeding season, but hopefully four or five breeding seasons. I know our bulls will, will hold up to that and they've been developed to do so. And as long as they're taken back and cared for properly, uh, you'll be able to get the most out of your investment. The other thing that we've often been complimented on is the weaning weights that people see out of their calves. We oftentimes get told by new customers that have used this for the first time that, boy, those calves sure did wean well. My calves were a bit heavier than in years past. And uh, for a lot of people that buy from us here, at least in Utah locally, they're selling their calves by the pound. We don't have a lot of feeders here in the state of Utah. So there's not a lot of people that are retaining ownership in their calves. 
So they want to maximize the value of their investment by a good calf crop that weighs up well. I think both of those things are really important. And one thing that I've noticed with your program is that one, I don't think there's a bottom end. And I think in a lot of programs nowadays, there is. And two, there's just enough diversity that I think when a producer comes in, they can really hit all of their goals. And like you said, majority of cow-calf producers, the scale's what matters. Whether they retain ownership or they sell them off the ranch, they still need pounds to pay. And so I think that for a good chunk of producers, it's really important that they're breeding cattle that calve easy or without much assistance And then those calves hit the ground and they grow and they grow effectively and efficiently in any type of environment, which in Utah, you have everything under the sun. (laughs) We really do. And and we have a lot of buyers that run in everything under the sun, right? We get guys that are, that run similarly to, to me personally, where they run out on the desert and the cattle have got to be able to get out and work. Uh, but we also have people that run in some of the the higher, more lush elevations where those cattle have still got to be able to get out and work as well. But then we have guys that, that run down in the valleys and some of the irrigated grass areas. So uh, being able to offer diversity to our customers is, is important to us. And like you said, pounds pay. And uh, it, it's not uncommon for somebody to come to us and say, gosh, my calves have been weaning right around 500 pounds, you know, historically over the last five, 10 years. And since we've been using your bulls, we've seen those weaning weights up. We're now pushing 600 pound weaning weight calves. So those are all things that uh, I feel make us a good opportunity and definitely a sell to be considered in selecting your bulls. Absolutely. Why don't you run through uh, where they can learn more information, all of that. For more details on the sale, you can go to our website, igabullsell.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. We're big on social media and uh, you can find a lot of details and see a lot of different featured bulls on the sale there. For people that want to contact me directly, my phone number is 385-329-3149. I'm happy to visit with anybody. And the biggest thing for me is to understand what their goals are and then to be able to make some recommendations on what bulls may fit their program and what they're trying to accomplish. Great. If anyone has any questions or anything, um, reach out to Brady. He's a great resource. Thank you very much. And uh, we appreciate everything that K-Rose has done for us. We're excited to have you guys. We view you guys as part of the team and uh, appreciate everything you've done to help our sell move forward. Absolutely. We love working with you guys as well. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Cattleman U podcast. And remember, the grass is greener where you water it.